This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We have highlights from Jerry and uh, uh, Jerry from uh, Sean and RJ coming up at 520 when we hit the expressway. It is hour number four now of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. And uh, Eric Chiafal is going to pick up the Cowboys conversation right here. The tease, the laziest Cowboys take going. I'm curious what you got, Chief. Yes, sir. And shout out to uh, Sean, RJ, and Sean this morning. It was one of the best Jerry interviews of the season. <laughs> really was. It was special. I'm looking forward to reliving some of those highlights. The laziest take going on in Cowboy land right now. There's always plenty of lazy takes when it comes to the Cowboys. What's the worst one that's, uh, that's just sticking with you? Because I've heard this one now for at least a month. And today I woke up and I said, I've had enough of this. Here we go. That the Cowboys after the bye week, this new look offense was just going and picking up Kellen Moore's playbook. <laughs> what? They just, you know, they're just doing, they're just getting back to what they did with Kellen Moore. What? You know, it's uh, a take out there. You just, you, yeah, they, uh, you know, McCarthy just said, forget it, man. We got to, we got to get back to what made us successful with Kellen Moore all those years. And I, I and, and I have heard Who's it doing that in, what? in, 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 in far too many places, Oh my far goodness. and close. We are surrounded by folks that are just lobbing up the. Yeah, they're doing the Kellen Moore thing, man. I who's, mean, who's told you this? I'm not. I'm not putting names. I need to hear names. I'm not putting I want names. Receipts. But the idea that you would look at this Cowboy offense and think you're watching the Cowboy offense of years past, and all of a sudden Dak has just had an epiphany and is just playing the best football of his career, just because. You know, because he's we, we've never seen Dak play like this. Not under yeah. Kellen Moore. Not in 2016 when he had the the you know just ridiculous talent around him and with Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan. We've never seen this version of Dak. We've never seen an offense ran like this with uh, with the Cowboys. You know, I'll tell you what it could be like. Kellen Moore would occasionally have a really great play with motion, misdirection, mm-hmm. and good routes. And if you cherry picked like his best plays that he would run over the years, and then started to build an offense around the best ones, see Kellen Moore' problem w- w- was Jason Garrett's problem is they looked at the modern concepts as a changeup that you would give once or twice a game. It's a good way to, to phrase get the it. Team like, oh my goodness, what are they doing now? They didn't imagine that you could do that like fifty or seventy percent of the time. Yeah, what you got with the Kellen Moore offense was just middle of the road in terms of. Uh, motion usage, you're sitting there right there, 16th, 17th in the league with how often you would use that. Very, very little. Bottom of the league when it comes to motion at the snap. Middle of the road in terms of play action usage. These are two things that you're seeing this this new look Cowboy offense post bye week being at you know top near the tops of the league in terms of play action usage and uh, motion usage. Okay, The other things that you would see in a Kellen Moore offense is just loving the, the first down run, the second down 
down run, the early down runs, which you're not seeing from Mike McCarthy. He is throwing the ball early and often. He's throwing to sort of set up the run as opposed to what Kellen Moore and company would do, which is run, run. Let's see if our quarterback can bail us out on third and long. We'll run some comeback routes. And you know, against the bad defenses, we'll be able to do it. And it'll give us hope that maybe we can do it versus good teams. Inevitably, we never could. Uh, you're starting to see the signs that the Cowboys can hang with some of these good teams. You just saw it on Sunday night. Not something you saw from a Cowboy offense. Hey, Kellen Moore didn't know how to use Kevante Turpin. He's like, hey, here's no. this here's this super electric fast guy. And, uh, you we'll, can say we'll, about Pollard, You too. can just sit him down. I, that's in my notes as well. How many years to, to yeah. work in Pollard? I'll take, I'll give some, you know, some criticism to the front office because I think it starts there when you pay Zeke all that money. And it's like, I, I got to see Zeke on the field. But ultimately, you're the play caller. You're the play designer. They've entrusted you. You're the young kid wizard, Kellen Moore. You can't find a way to use Kevante Turpin. It takes you multiple years to find a way to use uh, Tony Pollard. And I don't remember. Remember seeing a rub route in with, with stars on the helmet of the Never. players running the routes. Absolutely, absolutely not. So those are just a handful of things. But if you're using the argument of other, just going back to the Kellen Moore way of doing things, you're missing the boat by a large. Well, mile. and it's also probably someone that doesn't want to give Coach McCarthy any credit. I would assume as well. But I mean, in terms of being able to create separation with your route combinations, uh, that's something that certainly is being done that was never done under Kellen Moore when it comes to the variety of bunch formations and plays that they're running out of personnel groupings. That is something that was never done under Kellen Moore. And I think Kellen did the same crap that he did uh, this year with the Chargers that he was doing with the Cowboys, to your point, Gavin, where we saw for like three weeks at the beginning of the season, oh, here's some of the motion. You know, you're seeing some of the positives. The numbers were up. When we look back to, back at it, we were comparing like the red zone success, the motion, all of a sudden, oh, Kellen Moore's doing this way more with the Chargers. And then that completely went away. And you're seeing their offense is completely not any not any good anymore so to me uh that's a completely terrible take uh the 682 kellen moore had literally the number one offense in the nfl this offense isn't even on kellen's level yet see i like that 682 <laughs> and good. and there's many that that feel that way and and you're wrong and it's okay yeah, uh, but it is okay. The other thing, I mean, I saw. How about just this quote in the Football Morning uh, in America? Peter King talking to Prescott. This is Prescott talking to Peter King seventy minutes after the game on Sunday night, talking about his confidence. Where does my confidence come from? Dak says, "Well, I credit for one the footwork of Mike McCarthy, uh, the mm-hmm. the way that he's been consistent in the footwork. I hit that back foot, and I've got the confidence to let it go because of the work we've put in in the QB school going back to the off season. Those receivers understand that I'm going to give them opportunities. Go balls! I'm putting the ball in the air and trusting them. It's their job to run underneath it. That's what we're doing, and and I'm enjoying it. So." I mean, that, 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 that's just one little example of a quote there from, I mean, he's not talking about, well, we started mixing in some things that we used to do, and now all of a sudden we're clicking. No, it has nothing to do with things you used to do. We're, I mean, you're seeing the, the empty formations. CeeDee Lamb's always been a beast out of the slot. He still is, but he's also a beast on the outside now, uh, like one of the best outside like outside receivers in the league this year you weren't seeing that with Kellen Moore you weren't seeing the empty you weren't seeing the multiple personnel groupings like there's so much about this Cowboy offense that Kellen Moore couldn't dream of no no and now we're in a spot here where we can really see where uh, the Cowboys can go actually you know I think for a long time in in their drought they've had some issues uh, with you know with team building they had issues with the with the uh, communication between the coaches and the scouts that led to the Sharif Floyd, Travis Frederick, uh, you know, 
really controversy about a decade ago, right? They cleaned that up with Will McClay quite a bit. Uh, they've had, they have had uh, some mistakes made with paying running backs too much, and I don't know if they've cleaned that up, but they've also had a huge issue, I believe, since Bill Parcells with not having a championship coaching staff, and I believe they have that now. I, I believe the, the, the coaches are really you know, holding, holding their water here, and that's huge. And now it just, it just comes down to did the front office do enough? I think significantly less talented rosters have won the Super Bowl, you know. Um, and now when we go into these final three games, they'll have a chance to really test themselves. I think the, the take that's bothering me right now, Chief, um, it'll be interesting to see what the truckwreck.com fan text has to say, by the way. I'll, I'll see if I can pick out a couple of those. But the one that is weird to me is, well, if you don't think the Cowboys can beat the Niners, that's a miserable way to go through life as a Cowboys fan. And I don't know if that's lazy or just weird. Uh, David Hillman, you know, is the latest to, to say it. And I get, you know, why you would say it. But I, I just think, like, it's discounting my ability to still enjoy it. You know, I'm, I'm still enjoying having fun. I'm just accepting the reality. I, I think that take is from people who know the Cowboys aren't going to have a great chance to beat the 49ers, but don't want to say it because they feel like there's an obligation to be positive, right? I don't feel that obligation. I don't feel like, hey, I have to say optimistic things about the Cowboys' chances to be like heading in the direction of enjoying a football season. Part of the enjoyment of a football season to me is being able to accurately determine how good the football team is. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want to be in a spot because I've been there too many times where the year has gone on. We've gotten sufficient evidence and I'm saying no to that evidence. And anybody that wants to say yes to that evidence, you're being a wrong fan. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And, and I can, I can certainly understand that. I mean, if you're, if you don't feel like it's a relative long shot that the, Cowboys can finally beat the Niners I mean I don't know how to help you there I'm certainly more optimistic with what we've seen from the coaching staff and because I think that's been the number one thing holding this team back over the years for a very long time and so now you're starting to see the makings you've had it defensively constantly evolving adapting defensive coordinator who's trying his best week in week out to put his guys in positions to succeed and now you have that offensively and so that gives me the confidence that they can go toe-to-toe I am very confident that when it comes to San Francisco whether it's at AT AT&T Stadium or in San Francisco I think it's a legit football game I I think they go toe-to-toe and I think they hang but I wouldn't sit here and say I'm picking them to win but that's the only team I would be picking against the Cowboys to win in a game right now yeah and and, you know if if you just want to say I think the Cowboys are that great I don't. I, I couldn't really, you know, fight you too hard if that's just your opinion. My issue is when you start to say, "No, it's not reality that we differ on." It's that you're being the wrong kind of fan, and that's how you came to that conclusion. Well, first off, I mean, who the hell is anybody to tell anybody else who to how to that's fan? That's right. That's right? right. You yeah. fan how you want to. Thank you. Because uh, I've been on certainly I'm the hopium guy, but also the reality of yes, I don't think they match up well with San Francisco. Do I think that they could beat them? I think anybody can beat anybody any given Sunday. If San Francisco shows up and they turn the football over, which is how they've lost their three games this year in a row, Cowboys can beat them, absolutely. And the Cowboys play a clean game, and offensively all of these changes, they execute better. But I think for me, the take is like Dak is the same player as he's always been. 
to me, that's discrediting your quarterback. He hasn't improved since he came in as a rookie in 2016. It's not the same Dak Prescott. One, yes, absolutely, the offense is improved, and he's getting help where he never has, and I agree with you that's 100%. A, and that's changed more so than Dak. Yes, but in terms of his pre-snap recognition and post-snap recognition and football IQ and being able to read and being comfortable in the footwork, I think all of these things he's evolved as a player. Yeah. And I think quarterbacks do over the course of your career. You're not the same player when you come in as a rookie to the player you are now in year eight. It's it was a around, stupid comment. Tony finally got the the code totally cracked, I think, around 32, 33 years old. He, he's right on schedule. And we shouldn't be surprised that a guy like Mike McCarthy, who's a legit quarterback guru, has helped spell this stuff out. Mike McCarthy needed help getting the scheme right but the footwork that execution stuff like eliminating Kellen Moore and putting Mike McCarthy closer working with Dak Prescott I think is paying off it absolutely is and there's there's I mean McCarthy deserves plenty of credit and you just I just gave you the quote of Dak giving McCarthy plenty of that credit uh because he's at least executing it I don't know who's whose initial idea it was to is probably collaborative on, hey, let's pivot from what we were doing. But like I, I do 100% feel like, yes, these players, especially quarterbacks, as they get into you know the 30-year-old range, he's now in year, what, eight this is. Like you are, your, your level of understanding and all of that. But it's not like Dak, I mean, what are we talking about here? How much growth has Dak had himself from the night you just got blasted in San Francisco, ain't that long ago, to all of a sudden playing the, like, what's changed with Dak there? I will say his willingness to to play off script, use his legs, run a little bit, but the thing that's changed, not so much Dak, it's the offense and everything around him. But that's yeah. a huge thing, his willingness to use his legs and extend plays. That's, but that's a also, massive part but, of this. But that's also, like, pre-injury Dak that was Dak but now he's got the mental side of it also to where it's all coming together and I guess the mental side happened after the San Francisco game something happened in his brain to where he just completely fast-tracked I would say the play caller didn't trust him and they went ahead and had to come to Jesus meeting after the bye and it's like bro you Mm. gotta let me go out here and play my game we gotta open this thing up because I can do it and I know when to take risks, and I know when not to, and you need to stop being so damn scared that I'm going to throw interceptions. And Mike's willingness to change all that is probably the most important thing that a head coach could do. You know, I, I think him being open-minded to just going across the hall, Brian, yeah, opens you up to even the possibility of getting a solution. Well, the fact that he's going to listen to somebody tell him, like, you keep running that offense you're running right now, we're not going to win another game. So many you know, coaches would get defensive. Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like, but see, Mike, didn't come in here with the idea of putting his offense in in the first place. No. Remember, he, he, he Kellen Moore, he was open to like, oh, wait, Jones is like Kellen Moore? I'm open to the idea. I don't want to change anything. So, so he, he probably knew that the old stuff was starting to fade out. Yeah. But he didn't want to put in the work to learn it. What I, yeah, exactly. What I found, what I found <laughs> is. Yeah, Kellen, you do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think yeah. there's something to I it. I agree, yeah. I think, you know, and it, and it might be something too with Brian Schottenheimer. Like yeah, Brian, I think Shotty deserves credit like too. Like Brian, okay, help me with this. If yeah. we're going to do this, help because it is a completely li- different looking offense. I was just looking up something real quick. Who? It, it's do you know that the the Chargers are in motion fourth most of anybody in the league. That's sixty six percent. Dallas is fifteen at fifty five percent. Pre snap motion and motions that they use. Well, and the I would Chargers, love I would love to get the snapshot of post bye week. You know, because you're being yeah. heavily influenced by the first, what, five, six I, games of the season where the Cowboys were not doing yeah, the motion. I was surprised because I I thought Dallas would be 
I thought Dallas would be in the top ten at least. They top are. Eight. They are. If you look at post bye week, post bye week, but yeah, even but, number one in some. Yeah, yeah. but o- overall, it's fifteenth, and then the Chargers are fourth. It doesn't surprise me though, and that's why yesterday I said Brandon Staley would be an option for me if he becomes available. I don't know exactly what role, but you talk about growing, going across the hall. He comes from McVeigh. The reason. Um, uh, the Chargers wanted him was because of this adaptive mindset of where are the schemes going. He has failed, I think, because Herbert's overrated uh, and their defense sucks. Yeah, and I think, I mean, what was one of the words that we kept hearing in this offseason about the Cowboys moving on from Kellen Moore? The details, the details, the oh, details. Yeah. If Kellen Moore is being told by Brandon Staley, hey, you need to do some things like this in order to succeed in the new age football, as a defensive mind, I can tell you you need to be doing these things. Kellen Moore's like, okay, I'm going to do these things, but he doesn't really know how to dial in and make sure everybody's uh, on the same how page. To teach it. Yes. Yeah, how to teacher. teach it, make sure everybody's on the same page that's here. The, he does That was the big issue with Kellen, is the teaching aspect of it, the I communication think aspect I think of it. I think the lack of experience thing. as yeah. a real coach, he just yeah. jumped right into coordinating. Yeah, 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 and I mean, the ability for this Cowboy coaching staff to make the pivot they made post-bye week, and we talked about this last week, and just seamlessly go from one like design and philosophy offensively to an entire another one that has a lot more moving parts and hit all the right notes and no one's off key and everything looks smooth like we've been doing this for years, man. Orchestrator, kudos to you, your coaches. Maybe it wasn't there. I don't know whose idea it was, but they got the idea and they have executed it very impressively. Kellen Moore could have never done that. Never. Man, what's a huge game coming up now? Uh, Buffalo. Can the streak continue? We'll talk a lot more about it throughout the week. Tomorrow at 2.40, Brian Broaddus will have Krusty's corner and he'll start to preview. Uh, What are you going to look at tonight first? Buffalo's offense. Buffalo's offense tomorrow at 2.40. He'll give you the scouting report on how much things have changed since the former LSU uh, national champion Joe Brady got uh, to take over the reins there and is uh, helping Josh Allen get this offense figured out. Okay, uh, like a lot of people are thinking, maybe Buffalo's the most dangerous team in the AFC playoffs if they get in, and they're in a must-win situation. Okay, they they have the Cowboys, they have Denver, uh, they have Miami remaining on the schedule, so you're you're definitely going to get uh, a hell of an effort from them. Okay, the Expressway, everything that's been developing throughout your broadcast day, including Jerry Jones on with Sean and RJ. We'll give you the top takeaways from Jerry next year. It's the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Time now to hit the expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content. We take you commercial free to the top segments brought to you by QCKinetics.com, non-surgical regeneration treatment care. Um, as uh, we'll get into some highlights from Jerry Jones with Sean and RJ in just a second. We take a look at everything that's been breaking throughout your broadcast afternoon, every day at this time. And uh, a quick glance at your national headlines. The Vikings are going to start Mullins at quarterback against the Bengals as uh, Josh Dobbs still hurt. You have a Soto brushing off contract talk with the Yankees now. He said, I'm just here to play. He's going to let his agent do the talk. And Mahomes regrets his outburst and his interaction with uh, Josh Allen. I find that interesting. Uh, you know, uh, all these guys, they get so fired up. And then, you know, you, you, you pull out of the competitive mindset and almost instantly you get sober about how you were just acting like a complete maniac while you're competing, you know. And I always find that interesting because I do it all the time when I'm coaching. You know? Yeah, and a, a lot of these guys, you know, they almost instantly regret it. Even Banny, I mean, Jeff Bannister, former Rangers manager, he would have some epic moments and like look like such a badass staring down the Astros, pointing him at the face. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not proud of that. Totally lost my cool." I'm like, dude, I'd be proud of that if I looked that badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, I mean, it's it's very human of yeah. these guys. I mean, we can all relate to being extremely angry and then cooler heads, and you're like, ooh. Probably shouldn't have said that, done that. Maybe my anger was a little bit misplaced, like Mahomes' was. Yeah. Uh, but Yeah, like, it's frustrating, I, I think, it. for him. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it, it's like when you're dealing with so much stuff and you're good at it, and then, boom, something uh, it sets you off and the dam breaks a little bit. And it's good to vent. Sometimes it's good to get it out. Okay, Jordan headlines the first Bulls ring of honor class. It's crazy it's taken that long. What? And Man United is out of Europe with a loss to, uh, to Bayern Munich, just the latest for the once dominant uh, franchise there of the English Premier League. Headline in the morning news, Dak Prescott, NFL MVP frontrunner in position to go where no Cowboys quarterback has gone before. Well, Chuck hit this earlier a little bit in the NFL news of the day that no Cowboys quarterback's ever done this. Emmett Smith, the only MVP. Do you believe Dak's going to be MVP at this point? He is the Vegas favorite. Do you expect it to happen? If you go and win these next Three. I mean, if you drop one more game the rest of the season, I think Dak Prescott does get the MVP. I do. And if you're able to win out, I think it's 100% he's getting the MVP. Because if you if win he, out, you're the, yeah. you win the division, in my opinion, because I, I think the Eagles are going to lose one more game. I'm buying the offense's uh, ability to get things happen. That offense, a lot of it goes through Dak Prescott. So if I'm believing in the offense, I'm going to believe in Dak Prescott. Yeah, I do think there's a, a a really really good chance of it. But if you end up as the fifth seed, 
and yeah. Brock Purdy is the one seed with the Niners. Like I, I think and David Hellman wrote about there was a wild card MVP at one time, and I'm trying to remember was which Rogers. Don't know who it was. Gosh darn! I wish I went it. But Dave wrote a story about that. That there, there has been somebody that was the wild card. Uh, that was in the wild card in the playoffs that was actually the MVP. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Um, 2008, I believe. Is that like a 50 That's touchdown what year I'm or seeing here. Yeah, I'd have to pull up his numbers on that. He must have. It must have been. You know, one of those years where I mean, gosh, Peyton Manning being a wild card—that's weird. It is, it it is weird that um, that it doesn't happen. You know, like these riders well, it, should be better than just wanting well, I mean, a team that with a first round buy. It'd be a thirteen win team and be a wild card. It yeah. just unfortunately you're you're battling with the. <laughs> we Eagles just had right a now. Heisman Trophy winner with three losses. You know, I think there's a little bit more of acknowledgement of guys playing really, really well. Yeah, that that, that they're important. I I know maybe the NFL is different. But it they, it doesn't happen too often. It's happened what three times since the Heisman Trophy went Tim Tebow involved, you know Robert Griffin. But maybe maybe this is the one time if he if you know maybe he's the reason why. I mean, it's just so easy to win regular season games. I, I think you know you, you're running into trouble here now. I think because so many teams are managing to win a lot of games without great quarterbacks, and it's like, well, who are we going with? You're going to give it to Brock Purdy. He was hurt, and he's got the most loaded team. Is that just all we're doing? It's the quarterback on the most loaded team. Uh, well, that's what they're going to do. Quarterback yeah. on the most loaded team with the most wins. Yeah, which that's, is unfortunate because that's yeah. the lazy and, take right yeah, there. And I is. think Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. But Brock Purdy, we saw in those three losses, when the defense isn't playing really yeah. well, when he doesn't have all of his parts, he's not able to overcome that. Dak has at least shown with injuries, and you just had the Seattle game two weeks ago when the defense played like trash, he was able to will them to a victory. That's absolutely right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I'd vote Dak MVP right now. I think if they do win the Super Bowl, he's also going to be heading for the Hall of Fame, and that that would be very exciting. I just don't see how you would deny that. Okay, uh, Jerry Jones with Sean and RJ this morning, and good news for Eric Chiafalo as there is a, a new contender for the best question to a Jones boy in 105 through the fan history. Maybe not the best, but the longest. Yeah. As uh, I'll ask you right here, who did it better? We're going to start with, uh, should we start with Eric's question? Eric's question to Stephen Jones a couple of years ago? Yeah, a couple of years ago. It was after the uh, Raiders Thanksgiving game when there was all of those penalties. Yes, and like we, were just, we were filling in, I believe, K&C. for KNC. And so Stephen hops on and I make an ass of myself. Here we go. You know, one of the things, Stephen, I think most fans are, um, you know, really curious about, not just with the Cowboys, but really a- across the league, it's one thing that, that fans and, and people like to talk about is just, just you know, started. what the process is of, of making in. these Here in-game the decisions the in the moment. Uh, <laughs> and, and it always really ends up falling back onto the plate of the head coach ultimately. Mm-hmm. But the process involved, how many people are involved in these decisions, for example, Greg Zerline, 59-yard field goal. Some people would say, hey, maybe you should go for it there or whatever it may be, or uh, calling a timeout or, uh, you know, any type of in-game, in-the-moment decision. And I'm curious kind of what is what is the process like? Ultimately, when when it's in that moment, is it really just Mike McCarthy deciding for himself kind of based on the knowledge he has in lead-up or whatever it is? Just kind of a gut decision for him, or are there people in his ear saying, "Hey, we should probably kick the field goal here," or "Hey, we should call the timeout here"? <laughs> what, what is it in game? The process like when it comes to making those sort of game management decisions? 
Well, you, you covered a lot of territory there. <laughs> you sure did. Covered a lot of territory. Shout out to both the Joneses for having a, a great response yes. to just patently terribly long, awful questions. Didn't you meet up with Steven, though, when we were in Oxnard and you and you ta- you introduced yourself as the guy? That who, was the icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a nice little conversation, and we earned 50 bucks from Sean. We did. It was, uh, he th- bet. Thank we, goodness John Steven was with him, because that kind of opened it up for us a little bit. It did we help. knew John Steven. It did help we had the in there, but uh, yeah, that's, gosh, dude. I'm pretty sure they bad. bond over the bad questions that what they get from the fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Boy, I got a long question from one of them fellers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was Sean, RJ Sean. <laughs> Which one was it? Which one's Chop? <laughs> so there's Eric with an epic question, and I would grade... Uh, Steven's response as almost a perfect 10 out of 10. Yes. That's Mary Lee Retton at the Olympics right there from Steven. (laughs) Bobby Belt with Jerry this morning. Jerry, you know, there was a lot of discussion when Dak Prescott got his last contract that, oh, wow, he he was able to get all the way to the end of that contract. They weren't able to take advantage of the last year of his rookie deal where they could structure some things differently. And and you've headed, you know, you're, you're entering the final year of his deal next year as well. And, and there's sort of in this discussion point that have they waited too long on quarterback? Are they, are they allowing him to, to up his market value and then ultimately you're having to pay more than you would have had you just got it done earlier? What do you have to say to that line of thinking or, or that question about should you try to take care of the quarterback's contract as early as possible? Yeah, and uh, you have, you started your question. It's a long one. <laughs> it <laughs> you is. Started, but, you, but you started your question. <laughs> started it's your question, uh, I believe, an hour and a half ago. Yeah. I'm still here. Need some oxygen. <laughs> I'm, 80, I'm 82 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I felt like Chief's, uh, Chief did it better, you know, because I felt like there oh. was there was about four questions, and at any point you could have stopped talking, but you didn't, and you kept going. That's I was, fortitude. I was, I was laying out examples, you know. I'm, boy, yeah, I feel like yeah, I had you a PowerPoint. An, you answered your questions as you was asking them at the same time. Yeah. It was fantastic. Powered through, man. I think yeah. uh, Peyton timed it. I think Eric's was, what, a minute six, and then Bobby's was 36 seconds yeah i was oh, actually wow. when I, I i was getting the notifications on my phone of like like uh once once the question was asked and i was like oh this is exciting like please yes. ma- like unseat me uh-huh. for the most terrible long question ever to a to a jones man and uh, then i went and saw it and i'm like 36 seconds i mean That's i, I was got. like yeah i still had 30 more seconds in me you of did. incompetence i wish somebody that would- payoff somebody's got to beat chief's record with like steve this. on friday let's put it on the board that's good. Yeah. You just got to ramble. Yeah. Honestly, when you're, when you're trying to do it, I think it's going to be even harder. It will be. Because you're going to be looking at the clock like, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's going to be tough. I'd like to see the question written out in like a transcript. Okay, form. Mark Lane. He did. did he do it? He did. Mark he Lane. Did. He did this it. is how I knew that it was. I didn't how realize. How many lines it. was it? I didn't know in real time just how long and terrible. Page. Yes. <laughs> he. I get like like. A couple minutes after that question Mark gets Lane asked to Stephen, Mark uh-huh. Lane, who's always transcribing question yeah. and answer, goes, yeah. I've never had to change the font size on a question <laughs> because it was so long. He was like, dear God. And so I'm like, oh, no. And that's when I start leaking confidence. And we still have Stephen Jones on. I'm like reading this. Mike. Oh, I don't want to ask another question. Then the text is hitting me. And I'm like, wow, dude, this is this is bad. This history. G bag history it's is okay, what that man. was. Oof. He handled it well. Uh, okay, speaking of the Jones boys on 105.3 The Fan, uh, a couple of quotes went viral from Jerry this morning. Talking about the Bills, they're a dangerous team, and at any given time, they can be as good as anybody, in my mind. 
They got the players. They've got the QB. They're just a good team of all the places that a home field advantage is different than the normal games you play. It's Buffalo, New York. Um, So that's him on the matchup. I do feel the same way about the Bills. I do think there is a Jekyll and Hyde component to them, and they could. I don't think they're going to get there because I think they're going to play crappy eventually. Um, And I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs, but... What do you think? What can you tell us about that home field advantage they have up there, Brian? And, and obviously, the weather's going to be better this week. Yeah, is it still there without bad weather? Well, I was checking, and I need to talk to my guys over there who, who the equipment guys, because they know exactly what they're going to have to be up against. But I was hearing that there was like wind warnings on Friday and Saturday, and they were worried that it might carry over to Sunday. And I think that's the one thing that you in that stadium. That's really hard to deal with. The game is going to be starting what, at, like basically at four thirty, uh, you know, east yeah. east coast time, four twenty five. It's going to be dark, so now you're dealing with that. Shouldn't be a problem. But it, the cold, uh, you know, you can you can play through that. The wind is what. Yeah. There's just no protection from that. Yeah. You know, and and if it turns into a game where one of the successful things that Dallas is able to do is is throw that football. You know, and you wonder with Dak, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna have to drive the ball, and that's one of the reasons why I thought that Josh Allen would be such a good fit for Buffalo because the way he played at Wyoming and just was able to drive the ball in the snow and the wind and the cold. But it, it's a different thing. There's no way to get yourself ready to. I mean, we have a lot of wind here in Texas. We do. I'm sure Mike is, you know, hoping for some days here where maybe he gets to go outside and practices a little bit, and the ball's blowing around a bunch. But they, you can't simulate that wind in that stadium. It's Mm-mm. it's a lot like what goes on at the at the old Meadowlands. You know, just that swirling wind. You see trash yeah, like blowing it's just around. Crazy. It's it's crazy with the with the way that the you know that you have to deal with that. I, I've seen games get affected by that up there, and you have to know how to play in it. And it might be the point where strategy comes into you know play where take the win this quarter and then you know go mm. with the. If win it does get bad, I mean Josh Allen's going to beat you. I, there's no way he's denied in a, in a just, high wind game. Well, that's yeah. definitely an advantage. It's bills. advantage to them because they understand it. Yes, you know, they understand. And Mike practices, and he's outside. a big hoss. Oh no, he's going to run all uh, over your yeah, ass. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. It'll be 200 yards for each team, and he'll have 80 of them. I think it was like his rookie year. Didn't they play in a Thanksgiving game here? And yeah, he, he was fantastic. He was it was just, with Cole Beasley. Yeah, he just was, running all over yeah, him. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, hopefully the wind's not that bad. Hopefully it just goes no, Friday that, and Saturday. Yeah, that, they're just thinking Friday, Saturday, and hopefully Sunday. It's just a a, just a normal Dude, day to play. A smart businessman who can pull this off needs to find a way to, like, replicate wind, like, indoors in these. Well, Dallas is not a bad place. I was talking with a buddy of mine who tra- traveled a lot, and he said, little known fact, Dallas is actually more windy, windy than Chicago. That's true. That's true. By two miles per hour on yeah. average. Yeah. We're, we're windier than the windy city. Right. Yeah, we're the windier city. I believe so. That oh, would be okay. Mike's. That would be Mike. The best thing that could happen for Mike would be that they maybe catch some wind in some of these practices this week. Yeah, no doubt. That Dak at least they they could work on. But there's going to be some strategy if the wind takes takes part. Okay, of it makes luck such a huge factor. Ten all time home December games for Josh Allen. What do you think his record is? I'm Seven and three. I'm going to say he's nine and one. Nine and one. Yeah. Give me a good eight and two. Six and four. Oh, right on. Now that he has won the last three in a row. They're on a, they're on a heater He's due right for now. a loss. But not as, not as dominant as I would have thought. Jerry said uh, he's confident in their ability to get a deal done with Dak. Um, he said, don't pay attention to discussion. It's meaningless. Mm-hmm. I, I think 
uh, at this point, there's no way I can imagine not getting a deal done. I think Trey Lance is just here at this point to be some sort of an injury guy. Like, hey, let's try to develop somebody. But now better, Dak's going to stay healthy. Better than Cooper Rush kind of a thing next year. Yeah. Let Cooper Rush move yeah, on. It's, it's yeah, it's a long-term type thing. But yeah. we're heading for a new, a new deal with Dak. And I, I think if you're Dak and his team, what happened is you suffered the worst injury quarterbacks suffer with the compound fracture, and they still gave you the bag. So there's not an injury you have to worry about. You can just be like, oh, I'm going to play, and if I tear the ACL, they're going to give me the the market setting money still. That's what the Cowboys do. Um, and uh, that's about it. Time now to go into the Pimp Cup. Here's Lucius Alexander in LA. Okay, Live. okay. I think the Windy City comes from a tornado that went through there one time. Yeah. And the uh, uh, politics. The politicians, yes. yes. Yes, the politicians. You knew that already, Dawson? You gonna let yeah, me sit up there and tell you something that you already knew, fam? Cut me off, bro. It's also highly windy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know it that is too. Windy. Yeah. It yeah. is windy. I got that from a PBS documentary, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's good. I watch a lot of that stuff right here. Yeah. I right. mean, my understanding was there's multiple reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a double entendre or something like yeah. that. All right, it's Toxic Tuesday. Yes, let's go. All right, you squares. It's time to smoke. Boom. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. <laughs> It'll make you dance. Oh, Dawson. <laughs> Everybody get high. I'm an artist who signed to my own label. I got a few artists that signed to my, my label. And then I'm an entrepreneur also. Okay. I'm in the crypto also. I do a little crypto here and there. Crip, I know the Crips. I ain't no Crips. Nah, nah, them. yeah, you know, nah, nah, I, 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 ain't, all crip. Huh? I ain't no Crip. I'm oh. in the Crypto. Oh, the uh, <laughs> digital currency. Yeah, yeah crypto, all digital right. currency, you feel what I'm Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know some Crips. You look like a Crip. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see it as soon as you walked in here. You had a little Crip walk. I seen it. Just Joe Mathis right there. I on know the, some Crips. You ain't one of them. You ain't one of them. On the Toxic Tuesday, this is L.A. Live. Uh, December, what is this, 12th? 12th. All right, 12, 2023. I have plenty of toxic content for your ride home, Tolos. How's everybody doing? Doing well. All right. How you doing on your birthday situation there, Broadus? I'm enjoying the day, Lucius. Thank you, man. Get you a little vibes for your birthday. Hold on. Big Broadus' birthday, baby! Get some dancers up here for Brian number six. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be oh, awesome. Booty shaking music right there. Shaking, yeah. Yeah, some booty shaking music. Happy birthday to you, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, did you guys catch comedian Nate Bergazzi on the Manning cast last night? So man, one clip, one I, clip. You see one clip. I, I think you're the guy of the show that watches the he Manning cast the most. I do watch the Manning cast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're not familiar with Nate Bergazzi, here's a little. He's from, he's funny. He's very. from Tennessee. Yeah, he's very funny. He's he has a Netflix guy, stuff. Uh, you can see his crowd work on Instagram and whatnot. Uh, he went for a toxic joke on the Manning cast, Uh-oh. but before we go there, I'll give you a little sample of his comedy style. We have a dog, and uh, our dog like uh, freaks out when it thunders, and so we have sedatives <laughs> to give her because there's only so many times you can tell a dog it's just thunder before you're like, she's not getting it, you know? <laughs> and you're like, just take this, all right? So I woke up. I had to wake my wife up, and I was like, hey, where are the sedatives at? And she was like, they're the top of the cabinet. So I go get them. I looked at the bottle, and the bottle said they were expired. So I, I had to wake my wife back up, and I was like, hey, these say they're expired. 
And she was like annoyed. She was like, they're not expired, all right? They're new pills in an old pill bottle. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I should have thought of that. You know, that's my fault. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's good. That's how they do you. I mean, we have people come to our house all the time and they get milk and they're like, is this milk expired? And I have to go, that's new milk in an old milk jug. Are you, <laughs> are you the stupidest person I've ever met? Why, why would you not assume that's what it is? Man, that's Nick Bergazzi right there. That's 100% a fact, too. They get all sassy and nasty with you. Like, why are you so mean to me right now? What's going on? I was like, you don't talk to people like that that you love. What are you doing? I'm your only friend out here. Uh, but yes, yes, he went for a uh, toxic joke on the Manning cast, and they left him hanging. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, they left him dry. No, I'm not going to say that. Because he did a joke about um, doing the Lord's work on yourself. So I shouldn't have said hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shouldn't have said that. But listen to this. I know from your act that you're a guy who has opinions on chickens. So that's my segue. Can you tell Eli your thoughts on chickens? Eli, please. Yeah, I'm a big, well, you know, now it's all, uh, you want free range chickens is the chickens that you want to eat, which I would disagree because I feel bad for those, you know, those chickens are, they're living the dream. It's the greatest day. Every day is the best day. Yeah. So you feel not only a chicken that's just like out living it up, I want a chicken that's, you know, it's not going good. <laughs> You know, you'd feel better if you got told, you know what, your chicken killed itself last night. <laughs> good throw there. Good throw there. <laughs> the seamless rip. Good throw there. Oh, it's great. Oh, man, he went for it. He did. He really went for it. That was a, it was a wordy, long buildup, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was wondering what would make them cringe, what would make them speechless. We found out yeah. a good chicken suicide joke. You can <laughs> see, like, when there's an awkward situation, <laughs> yeah. like, it, it's all over Peyton's face. Like, you can it. see the awkward uh, on yeah, his face. Because yeah, yeah. like, oh, oh, I... he knows Eli's not going to save him. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there looking dumb like always. <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought up Eli because one of my favorite parts of the Manning cast is when Eli just, I mean, not Eli, when Peyton makes fun of Eli. Eli's here for it. He loves his big brother, bro. You can make fun of me all day. He's with it. Listen to this. Yeah, I mean, he ran for a third and five. He did the double bicep flex, Eli. Did the first down point. I never saw you do that, Eli, because you didn't have the biceps to do the double bicep. That was the main reason, right? <laughs> exactly. Hey, my <laughs> sleeves were too long. That was a problem in the 2000s. <laughs> People guys just swimming in their jerseys. Yeah. Weird. Big ass shoulder pads and everything. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Every day on the fan, we do G back of the day at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there on social media, don't be afraid to hit me up at Lucky Lucius P on social media. Or you just go to Twitter and follow G Bag Nation, and we're all right there. Follow us all, man. Our G Bag of the Day winner is uh, Manitona Junior Hockey League yes, announcer. Yeah, Manitoba. How do you say it again? Manitoba. 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 I really need to get those glasses. I really do. You see how close I am to the screen? Y'all can't tell? I'm very close. I'm very close, bro. I have to get far away. Really? Yeah. I'll get no man's land where I can't see. I think your nose is about to hit the screen. Yeah, it's that close. I'm scared to drive at night, too. Anyway, this happened in Canada. One of the funniest sports calls I've ever heard in my entire life. Joey Bielikazzi turns back. <laughs> Looks like they're doing a little reverse. You might see in football. And here comes Bazin. He's got some speed. He's with the D. Oh, oh what's he going to do? He's shooting the roof, Daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at this.
Look at this. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, man. We got the information. Oh, man. I, 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 yeah, I th- <laughs> did we get the information? We did. We yeah. got knew what happened instantly. He, he made yeah. the he made the goal. Yeah, he split the D and then he went roof D. <laughs> oh, looks like oh, they're doing a little reverse. So you might see in football. And here comes Bazin. He's got some speed. He split the D. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, he split the D. Split the D. He he split the D. Okay. And then he went roof daddy on him. The roof daddy. Is that actually a coherent sentence? I'm just figuring out exactly which word it is. Yeah. 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 It's there? Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, yeah I heard him. I heard wow. he got super excited, bro. He did. He got super <laughs> he excited. He had a little something riding on this, bro. He did. All right, it's a Toxic Tuesday. Uh, GTA, people think that's a toxic video game. GTA 6 trailer sets records as the most watched trailer in 24 hours. Uh, the record was held by the Avengers. If Infinity Wars, that wow. trailer right there. Dang. Trailer racked up 4.1 million likes in over six years. The GTA 6 trailer beat this in just a few hours it has achieved 8.6 million likes in 24 hours and still counting mm. okay how, how many years are we waiting on this game now are we are we gonna get it soon 2025 oh wow lord willing and the creek don't rise <laughs> yeah. bro bro i'll be walking down the steps all gently and everything i don't mess around I'm looking around both corners before i turn i'm trying to be here for the game i need to make it for gta yeah i let my dogs eat the food first <laughs> go ahead take a little bite of that <laughs> I, you know, I, I could. Make I sure should poison me. <laughs> yeah. I could push it out a few more years. I just, I retired from video games again. These, these kids, they Don't get to that. an age where they won't, they won't leave you alone. Chief knows what it's like. Oh, you're at you that. You can't play video yeah. games while your kids are like, you're right, wanting to play. You're in that little, yeah. Pot. You need them to yeah, get to the age it. where they want to go into the room and hang out by themselves for like three hours. That's what I used to Boom. do. That's when you hit the video games. I used to hang out in yeah. my son's room for a few hours while he plays the game and just watch after I go out in the backyard. There you bit. go. That's weed. That's weed. Yeah, come on in the room. Let me sit in yeah. your room, bro. Soak it in. Man, you're really good at this game. <laughs> get that snuggie on and get comfy. Yeah. Dad of the year. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, they set records, but not everyone is happy here with this GTA 6 situation. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, the GTA 6 trailer has images of viral videos that w- came from Florida, right? Yeah. yeah. Florida situations. That's yeah. why we all looking at it like, oh, this yeah. is amazing because yeah. it hit our memory. The gal twerking on the roof yes. of the car. Yes. Yeah. The yeah somebody said they want to shoot her. It's off so over there. modern. It's so like yeah. it's like Vice City originally was a game about the '80s in Miami, and now it's like a, you could time warp. You're in yeah. the future forty years. It's, mm. amazing, it's badass bro. in so I many ways. I cannot wait yeah. for it. Yeah. One of the images uh, was of a guy named uh, Florida Joker. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has oh. tattoos on his face. It looked like the Joker, you know, uh-huh. uh, from the Batman movie. I got these scars. Yeah. yeah. He looks like that a little bit. And he got arrested and his mugshot went viral. And then GTA 6 allegedly used that image. Of course they did. Oh, yeah. You know, in their trailer. Not exactly of him, but, you know, it's the likeness of him in a sense. Well, Joker wants his money. I bet he does. He wants his money. Listen. For everybody saying that I'm hallucinating, that I'm not the Joker from GTA 6, judge of God nuggets. That's me. That's the person that got the inspiration from. You see that? That? That's me. That's me. That's me. GTA, we we got to talk, GTA. We got to talk. Or not, you got to give me like a meal or two. So what's a meal or two? You know what I'm saying? My negotiating skills is a meal or a whole nother two. There's a whole million in the middle that we just missed. <laughs> I'd so, have gone to ask for the five. I learned me yeah. GTA, Rockstar Entertainment, Rockstar Games, Rockstar Enterprise. 
Florida Joke ain't having that. Y'all took my likeness. Y'all took my life. Look. What about that NIL deal? It's a bummer for him, but I mean, video games has proven they could just do Jordan with number 23. Just don't call him Jordan. Yeah, Yeah. the player. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure these lawyers got it figured out. Just watch that Black Mirror episode. He's probably signed something to give his likeness away. The terms and conditions. Yeah, they don't care. Uh, we That's always crazy. sign those things. It, it was. That, that is a mind trip right there. Uh, Toxic Tuesday. Have you guys ever heard of a person named Eastside Dave? No. Eastside Dave. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I remember Eastside Dave from maybe back in 2011. He was on Sirius XM. He was a producer on a show. Okay. I remember the Eastside Boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't give them too. We don't give up. <laughs> yeah. I feel you, dog. Yeah, he was a radio producer turned online sports guy. He's pretty funny. He has a diss track for a Yankees GM. What's the Yankees GM, guys? Cashman. Cashman. Is he a bad GM? He has not I think been he's more just a bad person. Not a good, well, both, probably. Uh, not a good run right now. Well, they say he looks like a ferret in the face. He sure does. Oh, yeah. I really does? He does. a little ferret. Okay. A little, a little well, smallish. Yeah. They wrote a song for him right here. It's a diss track, if you will. Uh, Fire That Ferret. Oh. Eastside Dave and his boys. Uh, kind of vulgar. It gets a lot vulgar it's a after banger. that. I think we got some Beastie Boys vibes to that. Yeah. Huh? That's yeah. what I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Beastie Boys. Yeah. He got his rhyme style from 1984. I'd yeah, say for so. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a good rhyme style, yeah. one you can follow, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, let's see, I got two things here for you guys. Oh, by the way, if you're just now tuning in, Tolos, this is Toxic Tuesday, and your man Brian Broaddus' birthday. Thank you, sir. Hey! Highlights for me later tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let me get. Let me see you touch the ground. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. This is when they dancing on you, and your homeboy's got to stand behind you to keep you up. Because the girl be going, so, <laughs> going so hard for it, girl. Damn. <laughs> find a wall. Yeah. You got to find a wall. Find a wall. Uh, Showtime basketball. You guys watch Showtime basketball? Uh, Paul Pierce. Oh, yes. And his yeah, yeah. group of friends. Just the clips. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Garnett and whatnot. There's some good stuff out of there. Yeah. Good content. Yeah. Kevin Garnett was drinking. No, bro. Oh. Again? He was. <laughs> he's usually the one trying no, to yeah, keep Paul Pierce, Pierce is the one he's usually. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay, they changed so roles. This had to get wild. Yeah. He got really wild. Showtime basketball. Paul Pierce uh, has LeBron between, when it comes to top five NBA players right now, he has them like in six between nine. Ooh. That's what he said. Hmm. A drunk Kevin Garnett was not feeling that. No, he's not going to feel that. Uh, he jumped in, and it sounded like a barbershop. It just went crazy. Is he top five in the league still, LeBron? Hell That's yeah. That's what's making Hell it impressive. Yeah. What? LeBron ain't top five in the league. Name four other players better than LeBron right now that you picking. Luka Dockage, <laughs> the Joker, no. MB. No, I'm not picking none of these. Giannis. <laughs> 
and Tatum. Shut up. Tatum, I love that. Please stop with this nonsense. Oh, you man, stop, B, nigga. that was impressive. Man, get your ass out of here. I saw, jo- I saw Joel and B have awesome. 15 points in the final game. Was, get your garbage ass out of here. What you talking about, bro? What you talking about? You act like you don't need no basketball. Right out the game. Luca, I ain't never been to no final. Cupcake, dog. I'm starting to talking about on Luca, bro. Cupcake. You talking that goofy? You talking bronze? 66,000 minutes. Go ahead. Respect, Lord. 38 doing it. What you talking Those about? Those guys aren't greater than Cupcakes when they come to Braun. I'm talking about cupcakes. top five today. I'm talking about today. We're not talking about body of work. What are you talking about then? Cupcake? <laughs> you talking about? Man. B had 15 points in a, in a, in a game seven. Al Horford. Want to hear that Get the out here. Braun. <laughs> ain't putting nothing in front of Braun. <laughs> that boy's riding hard for Braun. Yeah. He is, man. I sound like Draymond Green. <sighs> man, uh, KG is one of the one of the best like talkers. He one, is. One, one of the best, yeah. and I look forward to what he does in the media. I know he can be a bully, but I felt like there he was very hilariously trolling a drunken Paul Pierce. That's brilliant. It uh, is. I think I would take Jokic. Like you, we saw Saturday what playoff LeBron is, and yeah. that's that's what I'm comparing this to. In the regular season, I think Pierce is right. You know, but once you get to the playoffs, I think the ability to go two ways, it's 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 going to make it make it difficult for me to uh, pick another player to win a series or that I'd rather have to build a team around. Sure. I heard Jeff Teague just tell a story recently about uh, facing Kevin Garnett in the playoffs. And at one point, Kevin Garnett got on all fours and was barking at him like a dog. Slapping the yeah, I yeah. love. <laughs> oh you ever see him like mic'd up or where the NBA mics pick oh, him up yeah. on the court? Oh, Especially yeah. when he's blocking somebody's shot. Yes. Oh. The trash talk was unbelievable. Oh. He blocked you twice in a row and said the same thing to you, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I can't say what he said on the radio, yeah. but I bleeped it there a few times if you're paying attention. <laughs> uh, ooh. We're up against it. Crap. It's fine. One more for my birthday, Lucius. Uh, one more. All right, Toxic Tuesday. Have you guys ever used Twitter Spaces? No. No, no. sir. Have you listened? You've, you've li- okay, I've listened to about stocks and stuff like yeah, that yeah, usually. Yeah. Uh, during a conversation with Elon Musk, Alec jo- Alex Jones, and uh, other fringies on Sunday. Fringies. Uh, <laughs> trying to bring him back, right? Alex Jones? Yeah. Trying to bring him back? They're going to bring him back, buddy. Uh, GOP hopeful nominee was his name Vivek Ramaswamy. The guy looks like Beavis and Butthead a little bit with the hair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I like this guy talking. Yeah, uh, well, he was on the live stream with all of these guys on the Twitter Spaces, and you're gonna hear water, <laughs> but that's not water. Oh no. Yeah, he went to the restroom. Oh, Vivek. Yeah. Wow. Listen. <laughs> oh, that's crotch first. Listen, this is not water you hear, but it sounds like water. Decide not to have children. That's all I'm saying. Elon Musk. I'll let you hear. Promoting an optimistic pro-human future that the science and evidence shows is real and that we need. Gentlemen, I have to yeah, go. Yeah, I, I just, I just okay. want to be sort of uh, yeah, exactly. I want to be clear about Please. my position. I'm, I'm super pro-human, and I mean all humans. Uh, you know, humans in America, humans in somebody's Africa, got their thing Asia, open. Peeing. And everywhere else. Phone open in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Vivek. Vivek, that's that's your phone, Vivek. I'm not able to mute you. Vivek. Vivek. Right, Go ahead, Elon. Wow. Um, Sorry about that. So, um... <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. I feel great. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. That was a long... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel great, buddy. That's why I had to go mid-show. I can't hold it any longer. Mm. Uh, yeah, I thought we learned those lessons in the pandemic. 
Yeah, like you you're, you're video chatting yeah, yeah. the house. You gotta, yeah, yeah. you gotta man the mute yeah, button, the hit camera. The mute button, yes. man. I won't even answer the phone if I'm in the bathroom because I know that echo yeah. situation. Yeah. Hey, man, what you doing? Same thing. Yeah, Your campaign could end real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if we catch a grunt or something like that. <laughs> yeah. if you make a sound like, oh, oh yeah, a little urinal fart. Yeah. <laughs> You talk wrong to your kids. You know, they'd be like, oh my goodness, this guy's unpresidential. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Give me a cheeseburger. Uh, all right, I'm pulling out, fellas. Lord willing in the creek don't rise. I'll be here tomorrow. There Same he goes. bad time. Lucius Alexander every night, 540 here, LA Live. Got a college football hangover coming up, isn't that right? Yeah, I got uh, a couple of college football dates for you, and then let's slide into some TD Tuesday, the best touchdowns from the weekend that's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.